right, we are back. We are back with uh, Snooze and Booze. This is now episode 7. Episode 7, 7 of us in there. We are still not on. You still cannot download us on the internet. <laughs> Don't worry, folks. I, pro- probably later this week. Eventually. eventually yeah, probably later this week. We'll get it all lump sump and uh, lump sum in over there and get you guys this product. Um, we left off talk. Oh, I'm sorry. This is, this is as always, you are joining Snooze and Booze. Uh, this is Steve and Loaf. Yeah, and I'm still drinking um, India Pale Ale IPA Lagunitas. And I'm still drinking Maker's Mark uh, Kentucky Burp. Yeah, nothing like whiskey, huh? Especially from the South. They know they really know their stuff, I think. You know what constitutes like what makes a um, bourbon bourbon? What's that? It has to be made in Kentucky like through a series of very intricate steps. Specifically to be considered, that, yeah. that state? Yeah, huh. to be considered bourbon. Otherwise, it's just whiskey. You know, they all have their thing. You know, obviously, like, Mexicans have tequila. Russians have vodka. Uh, we have whiskey. You know, that's our that's our thing, specifically from, from the south, from Kentucky, now that you mention it. Uh, is there any other, like, countries you associate with a certain liquor? Uh, uh, oh, Germany, Jägermeister, right? Uh, was it? Yeah, I think it is Germany. You're right. Yeah. Um, Absinthe is French, French and Swiss, yeah. and there's still a Czech absinthe. I think there's actually Spanish absinthe, but oh. like the original ones. From France, that's what yeah, you're mainly France, associated absolutely. with. Uh, what other countries are like that? Um, let's see. Uh, hmm. Funny yeah. how secrets travel. I'm just oh. those. <laughs> David Bowie. Uh. Um, like in Brazil, they have. Uh, what are they make? Carapinhas from. Um, forgot the name of the liquor it's very sweet it's really good mm-hmm. it's really fucking good it's uh um i don't remember what it's called this is this really sweet liquor but i i wish i wish has whiskey too right uh, they're big on that too uh scotch there's are they more scotch? Irish scotch oh. uh, your jameson i guess yeah yeah um, okay that's I knew, I knew they had a, a big um, I can't really think of it. We either. have moonshine. Like, essentially, that's even more whiskey than whiskey itself. <laughs> than whiskey whatever. itself, like, yeah. We have moonshine. Uh, yeah, I can't I can't think of any other countries that have, like, an alcohol. Oh, no, I'm sorry. Sake is Japanese. Oh, very good. Of course, good. of course. Yeah. Soju is Korean. Yeah, but soju is more of a beer anyways. I mean, it's beer, so it's, it wouldn't be an alcohol per se. But, yeah, absolutely. So, you got sake. You got whiskey for us. You got um, uh, um, scotch. <laughs> For Irish, what else? Russians, vodka, obviously. Russian is vodka. Uh, Germany is uh, a Jägermeister. Who, who did I leave anybody out? Tequila, Mexico, Mexico, of course. We we have tequila. Tequila. Uh, I think that's about it, right? That uh, as far as countries that represent your food groups, you know, your alcoholic food groups. Yeah, as know, far as like representations of tequila, countries that are vodka, known for a strong tea. liquor. Damn, what else is there? Because a lot of the liqueurs are just like a blend of you know, just kind of like milder versions of liquor, with, right? You know, like all these like additives, but. Yeah, but I think that's that. Those are your your main ones, right? Yeah, as far as I can think of, I think you're right. Yeah, nothing else is coming to the top of my head. (laughs) Yeah, me too. I'm trying to go like over this globe in my head right now, but nothing's coming. I think that's that's just about it. Well, that's a good list. (laughs) If you told me you could only have those those kind of liquors, like okay. Well, I mean, think of like your AMS or your Long Island ICs. You know, well, those are specific drinks. Yeah, so this is a little different. Where's gin from? England. Uh, no, somewhere from uh, Europe. It's European gin taken from uh, ginger. Like there's like a, this. Uh, yeah. This um, I don't know what you call it. Gin Geneva. 
<laughs> there's this like whole like little thing like I saw it in a movie you know I'm trying yeah. to remember what it was but it was like oh okay like oh that's where gin comes from from ginger this deterioration from something else and that's what they call it ginger well we left off talking the last episode about patterns specifically um like synchronicity synchronicity yeah absolutely right it's like a if you could pretty much you know or like, symmetry even uh yeah, you're right. If you could pretty much tell what this is, then um, you can make these like very accurate predictions, predictions of absolutely. Know, uh, like a, like a simple example would be like gravity, um, because I'm predicting if I throw the ball in the air, <laughs> then it's gonna come right back down. And I do that a hundred times, it's gonna do that a hundred times. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's an accurate prediction that that's you know what I'm saying. It's kind of like that, really. Basically, it's all based in science, as opposed to something that's all like. I don't know, fortune teller bullshit or whatever. Oh, gotcha. Someone very know, superstitious. Yeah, like, uh, you have these lines in your hair. Yeah, exactly. Lines. Not to say that there isn't something to that, because there's always like a little part of me that. There's wants always to... an element. Yeah, there is an element, but it's just kind of like obscured to this whole different like level. That's like, it's a little more far fetched, you know. Like maybe there's like a party that wants to believe it, and you yeah. try, but at least for me, like there's like always like a certain level, like a certain of doubt. I always look at Not it as a, as a knowledge factor. For me, it's like, if it is real, I want to know as much about it as possible. Right. For me, like, but there's a famous quote, and that's not famous at all. Batman has a quote, you know, <laughs> like, you know, I love comics, but, but he has, like, uh, where he fights anybody who's, like, a, anybody magic-based, and, or, you know, uh, and he's always like, I'll take my science over your sorcery any day. <laughs> and it's, like, that kind of thing. That like, sounds about right. And, and, and to a point, he's right, absolutely right. Well, I always like to look at it as, like, uh, like whatever I'm reading or whatever kind of thing I'm reading or is, is magic based or anything I look at it as a science we don't know about yet you know that's the way I look at it like cause you know our science right now to a caveman back then would be thought of as magic or sorcery you know but that's how I look at anything like uh, that kind of thing like any Harry Potter bullshit it's just a science that we don't know the, the details about it yet because it's always a how to on everything scientific on everything magic based like, uh-huh. well, oh, he has an invisible cloak, but what, how is it really made? Or how does it really work? Because you can't just say, or you can, that's really usually what they do, is they just say, oh, because magic. <laughs> well, like, my, uh, what I always say is, well, because science. <laughs> like <laughs> a cop-out, you know. Yes, exactly. And yeah. I always, every, and it's funny because I always, uh, anytime someone asks me something, like, remotely, like, I was like, well, because science, <laughs> you know, it's like, like, is this the reason to explain it? <laughs> like, hey, uh, hey, Baba, why is, you know, whoop, whoop, the sky blue? Because science, <laughs> you know, <laughs> yeah, I was kind of do that. It's my version of a cop-out, you know, it's a scientific cop-out. But it, it's, like, still more relevant, like, even if, like, you were in a position where you actually had to explain why something is or something isn't, yeah. there's always a scientific explanation for it. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. As opposed to, like, um... Like, oh, we gotta get home before dark, before, like, the night dragon comes and consumes us all. Yeah. Because that's the way it was, you know, like, in olden times, you know. Everything was almost, like, just superstitious-based. Very. I mean, I wonder, is that just human nature to come up with something, like, uh, where it's, like, unexplainable, so you're just gonna, like, explain it away? Uh, Maybe at some point it was like that, but, like, back then. Because I have this one book where it talks about uh, sleep. Uh-huh. The author is talking about back to that, and then yeah, he kind of, like, uh, just, like, touches upon, you know, just how, you know, like, the way uh, sleep is affected by, you know, your outside environment or whatever. Yeah. And, um, you know, how things were superstitious, like, you know, like, hundreds of years back then, you know, it's like, oh, man, like, the sun's going down, and that's when, like, all the evil comes out. We got to get home before, right. you know. Is there an element to that everyone always says, like, 
you're afraid of the unknown and the darkness is. Oh yeah, unknown. absolutely. That's probably yeah, it's the, always like a, that's, what's that's like human it. nature essentially. Fear is know? really what's fueled imagination. I guess like, you because, can almost say. Yeah, because you can't explain it. It's not like you know, like right there, you know. Right. And you need to explain it. You need to know about it. You exactly. need the knowledge so you cannot be afraid. Right. You know, and everything that you don't have a knowledge of or an understanding of, automatically you're afraid of it. And fear begets, and, and actually, in a way, yeah, innovation or or imagination. Right. You know, and yeah. I think maybe that's a good thing. I don't know. <laughs> you know, that's where you know, you, you know, you have your street lights and this and that. You know, like little by little, you know, technology kind of helps us out to uh, overcome that superstition. Right. Know? Right. Right. And, like, I guess, like, sometimes it doesn't, like, you don't really think about it in an objective view, maybe, like, as a general populace, you know? Yeah. It's just like, oh, I could see it. I could walk down the street at night. I don't have to be scared about anything. Right. And this isn't, like, you know, the late 1800s London Whitechapel District. Like, you know, Jack the Ripper's going to, like, come and kill me, you know? Mm -hmm. Which is also, you know, one of my favorite story, historical, like, events of all time. Alan Moore. Alan Moore did the famous From Hell book. You know, oh, from, got from Hell. Who, who really kind of gave you a whole new perspective on the theories that were going on about it. For, for. Because Alan like, Moore, man, um, easily one of my favorite graphic novelists of all time. Uh, he obviously famously did Constantine, Swamp Thing. Nice. Uh, from Hell, like I said. He has a bunch of one-shots. Uh, the Killing Joke, which is... Probably, oh. arguably, the most famous Batman Joker story ever told. Uh, but I did I ever tell you that story about how there was an interview with him where he met his character Constantine? Uh, oh, in some pub or something. It was right? like a pub in London where he, this is his accounts, where like this is a character he created, in quotation marks. And, uh, and he says that he was coming down the stairs. He was just drinking at a pub. He, have you ever seen Alan Moore? He's he's has one of these like wizard like beards, very old mangy, but just very like doesn't give a fuck type of attitude. Gotcha. He has that face where it's, you can just tell it's seasoned. It's a lack of a better word. Like, you know? He's been around. He's been yeah, around. exactly. And it's like a no nonsense type of guy. He's not one to be like if he says something, it's not to be taken lightly. Like oh, he's just fucking with us. It's not that kind of thing. Well, I remember uh, he's telling the story uh, while, or while I'm reading him telling the story. Uh, where it's um, he's at a pub in England, just a little dive bar, and he sees he noted he's suddenly someone coming down the stairs from the second from the second floor or the floor above him, and it's and he says it's 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 him. He he said it's Constantine. It's this is the character he in his head when he was writing the book that that's him that's coming down, and he comes next to him at the bar, sits uh, orders a drink or, or a shot, and looks right at him, and all he says is like you know the funny thing about magic. That any bloody cunt can do it, and he walks out the bar after taking a shot. And I was, and I remember reading the story like, I want this to be true so <laughs> fucking bad. <laughs> like, I don't know if he's fucking with us, whatever he's doing. He's not really known as a Joker type guy. He's a really, right. really serious uh, fella, a uh, serious writer. But uh, and he, and I, it just, it's out of character for him to make this story up. But I obviously still have my doubts. But I just so want this to be true. Like, that would be so fucking badass, you know, if a character you had in mind or you created. Or maybe it wasn't that at all. Maybe that character always existed, but there's something in this, you know. Remember, I think we were talking about the morphogenetic uh, field, like underling, you know, the underweb of things that are connected. Oh, right, 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 right. Maybe it's something like that, something in the either world that was that um, that spawned his imagination to create a character that already existed. Huh. You know, that kind of thing. Where like oh you, you yeah because that that does happen in that's common in the comic world where 
where um, like that happened recently with a famous character, a Marvel character called the Sentry. Uh, he's not in the movies yet, but he probably will be. He's like Marvel Superman type of guy. Gotcha. Where and they explain his story where like um, he mind wipes the entire race, uh, the entire world where nobody knows he existed except for one guy who kind of created him in a comic book. And the guy who created him, he doesn't. He's written into the story, like adaptation kind of thing. He's written himself huh. into the story, and like I created this guy, and, and you're saying that he always existed, and I'm just a comic writer. It was one of those things. So um, maybe there's something to that. Maybe like Constantine really is real, and he and it's in the underworld type. I'm assuming not the underworld, the uh, the underling type of connected web, where he spawned that idea for for Alan Moore to have this idea to mm. create him. You know, he's he's really just a you know a real thing. It's really interesting. It's really really cool. like the way you get like a lot of uh, literary characters. You know, they're like actually based upon real people. Maybe not like mostly, yeah. To like the exact details. Sir Arthur Conan yeah. Doyle based Sherlock Holmes on a neighbor he had. Yeah. Oh. A, a real I was doctor. Thinking of, um, Indiana Jones. He like, was based on uh, something Smith. Smith. Yeah. yeah, it was Smith. Something I just Smith. don't remember his like name. But it wasn't a real character though. It was based on um, uh, Steve McQueen's character that played uh, something Smith. And uh, but yeah, I know what you're saying. Was though. it the greatest greatest escape? I couldn't tell you, man. I seen that movie not, a long time ago, and I don't remember if it was it, it, but, like another one of those movies. Like just like referencing back to like another uh-huh. uh, show, like where. It was a Simpsons episode where Maggie's like in a daycare and she's trying to break I remember out. Remember that episode? That's from the yeah. That is from the Great Escape. Yeah, that's a great, great. That's a that's that. Yeah, I remember. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. That was from like episode uh, four, I think, or was episode it, five. Like, we we just did it like just earlier. Like, yeah, I don't remember which episode one it was, five but, of yeah. Snooze and Booze. Yeah. So Why download not? that one if you haven't had a chance. Okay? <laughs> and you will be able to. Yes, absolutely. Oh yeah, within the week, right? So, <laughs> Something like that. Yeah, well, eventually. Yeah. I'll get it. I'll get it. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, yeah, you're right. That was for the Great Escape. Damn, you're fucking right. That like, I, just hit me. You're right. That scene, that whole scene was everything. Yeah, uh, the song, the song. Yeah. Because honestly, I remember uh, Willie. Like I remember just this one random time. Jackie's I don't know brother, when, right? Yeah. Like he was like singing the theme song. Do 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 Yeah. like, what was that from? Like, was from The Simpsons. And then just uh, this other random time, I saw like The Great Escape, the movie, Steve McQueen. Mm-hmm. Steve McQueen and um, uh, never land. I don't even remember. Uh, Charles Bronson. Like... Charles Bronson was in that too. Was he really? Yeah. Yeah. Charles he was alive. Great Escape. Yeah. Charles like... Bronson's Great Escape. Yeah. Oh shit. He was already an old. He was. He was Liam Neeson when the Death Wishes came out. That's. He, he, huh. that's, he That was. Those were his takens. You know what I mean. Deathwish. Yeah. Like he had all those Deathwish Death Deathwish one through five. <laughs> yeah, those were his... That was him resurging in the... In a, in, in, like, like oh, Liam Neeson being his taken in. You know, I just remember Pretty Liam Neeson being a bad guy in, like, one of the Dirty, Dirty Harry movies with Clint Eastwood. It was called Deadpool. And I remember it because... Deadpool. It, it was one of the later Dirty, Dirty, uh, Dirty Harry franchise movies. And I remember it because Guns N' Roses were in that movie. It was really, like this, really? It's actually a very famous scene where a very young, early, early in the career Jim Carrey plays a like a rocker type. Is thing. it like where they're filming that music video and he's like yes. going crazy over oh, the man. fucking time? And actually, <laughs> the song, that. the song that he's allegedly like doing is "Welcome to the Jungle." Yeah. Uh, oh shit! And it, it, yeah, it's "Welcome to the Jungle." Obviously, before it was a hit. actually "Welcome to the Jungle." 
um, you know, side note, we're going on. <laughs> this is what we do, folks. <laughs> we go fucking <laughs> all over the place. But Appetite for Destruction was uh, kind of a bomb when it first came out. Like, well, what the first single was. After that, it picked up steam with Sweet Child of Mine, and oh, the gotcha. single sold like a hundred million fucking albums. But Welcome to Jungle, their first single they put out was kind of a bomb. So this it was easy for them to use this song in that movie because I think the movie was from '88 and Appetite came in in the late '87. Hmm. And so it's it's Jim Carrey playing a uh, a rock star type character, and his song is he's doing the music video for. And have you seen that clip where yeah. he's just super like? Oh! Like, <laughs> I just remember like they're filming that music video, and it, it's like he's in a pretty dated attire, I guess. You know? Yes. Well, like, he's almost like a vampire that type thing or whatever. You like, know? I just remember him just going crazy. Yeah. Like, he's he's, he's like, playing it up. He's playing it up. Axel like, oh Axel Rose like, is a better actor in in the real music video of Welcome Jungle than <laughs> Jim Carrey is in this fake one. I was gonna just play that. Yeah, you know what? I gotta. <laughs> well, we could uh, go ahead. Uh, well, anyways, I remember that because um, uh, I remember Liam seeing me in the background that because uh, Guns N' Roses were like in a funeral for one of the characters that dies. They were in the background, and it was just kind of like, oh, we did the song soundtrack type thing, so let's throw them in the background type thing. Right. Yeah. But it, it's pretty funny. Like, I remember Deadpool because, uh, just like we were discussing earlier, how, uh, like, I told you, like, my dad records everything. Because yeah. he recorded everything before I started doing it because I emulated that. Like, I recorded everything once I was able to know how to, like, work a VCR and, like, blank tape and all Absolutely, that Absolutely, yeah. VHS, kids. This is, like, way before <laughs> DVDs, VHS is man. tape. Uh, real quick, um, let me, just so you can see oh, this yeah, yeah, real yeah. quick so we can get your reaction to it. This is the music video. All you have to do on, on YouTube so you can join along is is type in Jim Carrey Deadpool uh, dash Deadpool dash Welcome to the Jungle. <laughs> That's all you gotta see, <laughs> and then you'll see what we're talking about. <laughs> he's right now. He looks like he's sucking dick. I'm just <laughs> not even kidding. Oh, face man. Yeah, like big time. And he looks like he's Dracula. In the 1980s, straight up. (laughs) (laughs) He's wearing like a priest outfit with leather shit. Oh my god, this is bad. Just look it up, please. <laughs> it's almost the okay. way you would expect him to be like very like not not overacting but oh just, no it's overacting for sure we're saying sure no is, may, yeah. not so much that but you know like um man i'm trying to think like uh I say like the mask, for example, mm-hmm. where like his character like is like super eccentric. I don't even know like the word for it, like um, uh, like the mask character, not yeah. like a Stanley Epkis. Yeah, no, I know what you mean. Yeah, you know, it was just uh, over the top. You know, like a cartoon character. Yeah, he's great cartoon, literally. And he did it in a way where, like, at least for me, even as a kid, like you know, I just took it all in. Like, man, like that's fucking funny. You know, like when he when he's at the club. 
and he sees uh, Cameron Diaz like go onto the stage, Absolutely. and he does like the By wolf the way, whistle. You know, she has probably never looked any more gorgeous than she does in that movie. Oh man, that that and, was her prime. And for me. she wasn't super skinny in that movie. She was kind oh, of thick. She looked good. Yes, she, absolutely. To me, she looked good. She I looked me too. Yeah, absolutely. Shit, yeah. Man. But um, yeah, I, I kind of know what you're saying. I kind of know what you mean. You know, like um, like I don't know. It's like it was a uh, Jim Carrey in his prime. You know, just that nice Jim Carrey from like that. Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber, Ace Ventura, Man, the Mask. Dumb, Dumb, absolutely, absolutely. absolutely right. Yeah. And um, he like, he had a struggling career earlier. He was a star of a few movies that just did not take off. I, I remember, remember like, specifically uh, Earth Girls Are Easy. Earth Girls Are Easy. Which, Once, which bitten. Once Bitten. I remember that one, which is a fucking horrible movie. Yeah. I just remember him eating like... No, no, no. Like, no, there's a... Before you, dude, the pinnacle of the movie, the, the zenith, the, the, the oh, cool yeah. scene is a break-off dance scene where like the girl is trying to dance off with some other chick that he... It's <laughs> shitty. It's to say it's shitty. Bad. To say shitty is a bad thing to say shitty. Anyways, but yeah, there were there was a point where like, damn, he could just not take off because he went from that then to Living Color, Living then to, then to like the skit comedy show. His so his career did take a dive, but he was always that character. But he he made it like he was always that eccentric. It, and it just yeah. you couldn't find like a role for him where he would fit in that world. You know what I mean? In the, in the world where his over-the-top kind of, uh, do, uh, you know, personality right. would fit, you know what I mean? Until they started writing for him, or he was writing for himself type of thing, you know? Yeah. Like, I remember, um, I don't know if it was a, well, I don't think it was a VH1 behind the music, but it was, like, a thing. Like, on Jim Carrey that I saw, like, I was, like, behind in high laughter? school, so. Behind the laughter? Uh, Simpsons? Uh, no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was so based on, uh, behind the music. Yeah. Which is still one of my favorite Simpsons episodes. That's a great episode. Man. That's a that's a it very was so um, fucking well done, man. How do you call that? Um, um, meta. That's a very meta episode, as they say. Meta, like metaphysical. It just is no, yeah, metaphysical. But they say meta episode when it's like a a thing inside a thing inside a thing. That, that that's what's considered. Huh. Like in pop culture, it's considered very meta episode. Community does a lot of those. That's how I know how they name it. Oh, I see. yeah. But um, anyways, go ahead. Oh um, yeah, uh, like. Like, uh, I remember Saturday Night Live, uh-huh. when Jim Carrey first hosted yeah. Saturday Night yeah, Live. Yeah, I do remember that, yeah. Like, he has, like, his, like, little, like, opening monologue and montage and whatever. He's doing his thing. But somehow he still incorporates, like, all his, like, physical, like, uh-huh. comedy. And everybody's just, like, going crazy, you know? Like, do you remember that one skit where it's, like, the lifeguard skit? Where he's like the lifeguard and Will Ferrell, he's just like yeah. in like in a jacuzzi or yeah, something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, crazy for every little thing yeah. he does. Like, <laughs> Are you okay? yeah, you do remember? Dude, that shit was awesome, man. Yeah. That, that was like so great. Even back then, even now, like looking back, it wasn't like one of those things where you look back and it's like. Oh, that was funny then, but like that's just pretty stupid now. Like, it, I mean, he has fallen off on it, on his career wise, at least as comedy goes. But there was a he still like there was a time where like he was doing shit that was timeless, you know. Like uh, he still has it, but yeah, maybe he lost it. I don't no, know, no, I don't think he lost it. I honestly just think it's like what I was talking about script wise. Get it, get it back again. No, I just no, no. think it was like what we were talking about earlier, like, script wise. Like early in his career, he was just picking the wrong scripts that don't fit him. Gotcha. And I think now, late in his career, he's picking the same thing. Like, because, dude, Kick-Ass 2 wasn't that long ago. And he, I thought he was really good in that. Hmm. You know, he... I'm one of the good guys. Yeah, with the good guys. <laughs> <laughs> no, I thought he was his character was really, really good in that. and Because uh, he's always, obviously, like, I think it was 
Truman Show or Man on the Moon? Which one was his first one where he he did the Robin Williams thing, where he did uh, try a uh, comedic actor tried the whole um, a serious thing. Uh, whichever one came first, it was around the same time. Yeah, it but was. Uh, it was definitely it was. a new look mm-hmm. at him. Truman Show is one of those shows that there. I wouldn't say it changed the way my my view on things because there was an episode of Batman that did that. But going back to the whole metaphysical dream thing, but Truman Show was one of those things where I looked at life. I started looking at life a little bit differently, where it was just like started doubting and questioning everything. Very Ed TV ish. Well, no, for me it was more like what if my life is uh fake what if everybody i'm talking to everybody i'm speaking to it's is an actor or or robot real. or or whatever it is you know, very ma- matrixy before the matrix you know what i mean no i get you I yeah get you. yeah what if you know certain people are being uh, just an illusion type thing and uh truman show was one of the first movies i fell in love with because it, it really gave me that point of view um now let me get credit where credit's due there was an episode of batman called um what dreams are made of, where mm. Batman fights the Mad Hatter, and the Mad Hatter makes what's called the Dream Apparatus, and he basically captured Batman, and he was that from the animated series. Yes, absolutely, Batman the animated series, which is known to everybody as the most uh, real interpretation of Batman ever ever brought to the screen. It's pretty good, and everybody always uh, how great that show was because it was great. I always remember the Vendetta episode. It was just every writer, every producer, every voice actor. Uh, Bruce uh, Bruce Tim was the producer, and uh, and I and I ran into him at my old time. Oh, did you? Yeah, and and nice. he was um, like, I was one of the few times I've been starstruck. Very 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 few times I've been starstruck, and I was starstruck with him. And he had no idea how I even knew who he was. And the only reason I knew who he was was because I would always watch the extra features for the DVDs on Y, and they'd do the doc the commentary. And he would, they would show him commentating, like, oh, this is Bruce Tim, that kind of thing. Like, oh, he's commentating, and I'm like, oh my god, you're Bruce Tim. Like, he's coming up to me, like, asking me for something, and I'm like, you're Bruce Tim, oh my god. Um, you're, like, my hero, I'm doing that kind of thing. And he's like, <laughs> he's really, like, just off-put, like, how do you know who I am? Like, he's not at San Diego Comic-Con, how do you know who I am? You know, like, it's just, that kind of thing. The only time ever, uh, other time, I've been, two, two other times I've been Star Trek, um, and that's with Stan Lee, of course. Who Damn. was the nicest old man I've ever met in my life? What just straight up like he couldn't have been more Stan Lee than he than if he was before. And the second one was with uh, Shannon Sosman, who my friend Elliot, you know, you know, oh yeah, has, has a Gwen Stefani type crush on her as I do on him. And I wasn't even I, I mean I like her, but I don't have a crush on her like the way he does. And I was just kind of like starstruck for him. <laughs> you know what I mean? Dude. Yeah. And she was also very surprised that I knew who she was. So it's it's really cool when, like when you're, like when you're really like uh, fanatical about someone who is has that humility aspect to them because right. they, they're not, like they're not used to being they're not used to the celebrity type environment. You know, it, it it humanizes them a little bit more, and it's cool for me to like. Hmm. I'm glad that they're really surprised and they're really happy and they're really shocked that someone recognized them for their accomplishments. You know what I mean? I'm glad I, I I like that a little bit more, uh, as opposed to the celebrities who are just used to it and like oh here's another fan or whatever. Right, right, right. And I don't and I don't get the way you know specifically that job when I had it you you see like a hundred people a day and you're not supposed to be that way about it with any of them. So it's cool for me that the ones that did that I did feel really like oh shit that I was really starstruck by were the ones who 
were really humbled by it. You know what I mean? Like, it, no, you get to. Um, it makes you look at them a little bit easier, or better, better in a way. You know, it's like that. Um, I don't know if it's that bridge between like you know like your you know blue collar people and stardom. Have you ever met anybody that you were not impressed with, or that you that you even made you like them even more? Uh, like not like that. I just remember um just going to uh Meltor. Did you ever meet uh David Meltor? Yes. Like, yeah. Huh. You know he used to do all like these. Well, I think he still does. I don't know, but like all these uh, events, events for uh-huh. you know for like major upscale Hollywood yep. types. I think he yeah. he actually he did one at that same spot I was working at one time. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was one of those things. Well, um, you know, like I would go just because like hey Meltro was like, hey, you know, like he's doing this thing, like, you know, we got it. You know, yeah, like go. an open bar, this and that. It's like yeah, sign me up. So, yeah, know. yeah. I knew guys like you. Like, hey, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> they caught in trouble for guys like me. You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm kidding, go ahead. No, I never caused a ruckus. I know, of course, yeah. But um I remember there was this one where uh, Tony Canal was there with Darren. That's awesome. That's amazing. Tony Canal was a bass player for No Doubt is for most of the layman. Who I I got a chance to meet at uh, Guitar Center. Like one Guitar time Center, too. yeah. And that was, was yeah, you know, obviously my session with <laughs> No Doubt. <laughs> but anyways, go ahead. Um, it was just like I was. I just remember being up at the bar. You know, like my only thing was like, oh, he's like, oh yeah, you know, like all these like celebrities and stuff. I was like, oh, that's cool. You know, that's awesome. But I wasn't really there for like any any of that. I was just like, I just want to get some free alcohol. Of course, yeah. Something to do like on a Tuesday night. No, it's great. Yeah, it yeah. was like way back when. Of course, I didn't yeah. give a shit about that. But anyway, I remember I'm up at the bar like, uh, I asked the bartender for a drink, this and that, and I'm like, you know, putting like straws and cherries and this and that. And I remember looking over, and it's a uh, Tony. It's like, oh shit. <laughs> Alright, you know, cool, you know, whatever. Like, I'm not gonna bug him. He's doing his thing, you know. I'm pretty sure, like, all these people don't come here, you know, to, to be, see like, celebrities. hassled yeah, exactly. or anything, you know. So I'm just like, oh, whatever. And then, like, later on in the night, you know, I'm in the line to go to the restroom. And uh, he's, like, right in front of me. That's like, awesome. him and Aaron. Like, I don't say anything. I was just like, oh, shit. <laughs> I'm just like, whatever. And then who comes up behind me is uh, Chris Kattan. Nice, yeah. Chris Kattan. And I will never forget this, you know. This will always be one of those, like, random ass stories that you tell people. Like, it's no real punchline, but for me, it's just fucking funny because it was, like... You're in front of Tony Canal and Chris Kattan behind you. And well, like, they're really, like, those kind of celebrities were, like, you don't know who they... Not the average person. They're not super right. celebs. Where, you only know them if you know them. Like, if you know that world. Like, yeah, absolutely. Right. If, you're a, if you're into the SNL, which not too many people were... But, and if you're into No Doubt, which not too many, you know what I'm saying, you're, you, you're the subcultures of subcultures. Right. So you're right in the middle, like, oh shit, this is for me. Y'all want to feel super Dude, special. Dude, it felt like high school. Like, yes. I remember watching this guy, like, yes. Saturday nights, like, absolutely, ninth grade or something. Absolutely, you know? yeah. But, like, whatever, you know, like, I'm just, like, waiting there, like, but at that point, I was, like, pretty fucked up, you know? Mm-hmm. So I'm just kind of, like, there, just standing around, and then I just kind of, like, look over my shoulder, and there's, like, a line forming, and I just see, like... Chris Kattan, like, come up. And just, I don't know what was the impulse. Uh, hold on. Actually, talk about something because I want to hear this story. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, anyway, um, it was, uh, I don't remember what studio it was. It was somewhere in Hollywood. It wasn't Paramount. It was this very low-key, um, 
um, event, but like Hollywood, it wasn't. Like, I don't know. For me, it wasn't that low key because there were celebrities just like walking around. I remember I. Um, oh, there was this like super super awesome memory with uh, Jake Busey's son. What was his name? I'm at the like I'll see when it comes back. But anyway. Uh, yeah, like, my friend, like, uh, this guy that he was dating, um, he was, like, this, you know, party planner for, like, all these, like, huge events, like, around the world, actually. He used to, like, travel everywhere to, like, do these things. And whenever he was in L.A., whenever he had, like, a L.A. event, you know, like, I would go. Because, mind you, this was at a time where I did not give a shit about driving drunk or whatever happened to me. I was just in this other different level anyway uh yeah you know like i would always like make my way out to like hollywood or some part of la some um celebrity infested event just because you know there were people there and it's like oh i have this like free ticket in and it was awesome and there was like i'm gonna have to like reiterate this you know as he comes back but there was this other event that he did for when Volkswagen revealed their Tiguan. Sorry about that. Or, Come back right there. Hold on, I heard oh. you say, uh, you meant Gary Busey's son, or Jake Busey, right? Oh, Jake Busey, okay, there you cool. go. Because I heard you say Jake Busey's son, which was what? I just saw Point Break the other day, so I was just like, <laughs> I, I the whole time this guy's talking to me uh, outside, I'm like, I, I need to go back and see, I need to say my reference. <laughs> yeah, no, I was just talking about how, like, the same, um, uh-huh. Uh, at a, like at this party, you know, like I'm like, I'm like a like this like patio area. Like I'm sitting down in these like little like, like cushy couch things. I'm yeah. just like they're by myself. Everybody's like where everybody's Inside at. Inside thing. And I'm just like right there drinking. I'm fucking like drunk or whatever, you know. I'm just like there, just like some like loner shit. Anyway, I get this tap on my shoulder. And he's just look over, and it's uh, Jake Busey. That's awesome. He's like, hey, man, I'm so sorry to bother you, but can I bum a cigarette off you? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, shit. This, yeah. It's like, this is yeah. Jake Busey. And you, you recognize know? who he is. And he's really just a B-level celebrity at that point. He makes only B-movies, you know? So the fact like, that you recognize him. It was awesome. Yeah. You know, like, I, I had just seen, like, Tom Cat or oh, something. Oh, yeah, right, or whatever, right. Whatever, you know? Like, yeah, Starship Troopers, he's the best in that, yeah. <laughs> so I'm just like... Like, tripping out, like, oh, yeah, man, like, of course, like, until, like, scrambling around to get him a cigarette, you yeah. know? Here, l- let me light it for you, like, are you good? You know, I don't want you to get cancer, let me, like, you know, like, <laughs> whatever, you know? Yeah. And, like, the whole time, like, we're just there, like, like, I'm just, like, smoking with them, it's like, oh, you know, like, oh, hey, how's it going, you know, like, how's, like, you know, things, you know, like, really, like, yeah. pretty much, mm-hmm. you know? But he's like super like cordial about everything, you know. It's like, oh yeah, you know, actually this, this, and that, and blah 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 blah. And uh, then he finished, and it's like, you know, well, uh, you know, I'm sorry to bother you, but you know, I'm gonna get going, and I'm gonna go meet back with my friends. Like, awesome, man, you know. Dude, yeah, yeah, right, right. It's like one of those stories where, like, man, I can't wait to tell my kids. Did that just happen? Did this happen? That kind of thing, yeah. And it was awesome because, like, I can't think of like any instance where like an actor is gonna like you know like tap me on the shoulder like. To do something that, like, I would do, like, if I was, like, super drunk, you know? 
Like, hey, man, can I get a cigarette? I'm so sorry, you guys. Like, have you ever, like, when you were going to these parties, have you ever met someone that you, like, were very disappointed by or anything like that? Uh... Uh, shit, um, Michael, uh, Ori. Ori. Michael who? Michael Ori. Was it Michael Ori? From where is he? From? Lakers. Oh, I'm not from the, oh, hold on. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, go ahead. Well, I have to tell you the story either way, but. Yeah, there go. Keep it going. <laughs> either way. Oh, Robert Ori. I'm sorry. Like, I was thinking something else. But this other uh, party, same situation, Meltrower's guy, like, this party that he was doing. I saw Robert Ori there with, like, uh, I don't recognize the other guy anyway. But I saw I was like, oh, shit, you know, like, I'm there with a buddy of mine. I'm like, oh, I was like, damn, you know, like, I should ask him for, like, an autograph or, like, a picture or something just to say hi to him, you know? Like, this is, guy, this is the guy that won that championship. Yeah. Uh, I was just saying how uh, Robert Ori, like I saw him at a different party, same shit, you yeah, know, like one of those parties, and um, like I saw him there with like somebody else. I was like, oh shit, there's Robert Ori. This is the guy that won the championship that one year. Like, I want to like at least say hi to him, like yeah. acknowledge my existence, whatever you know. Uh huh. So I remember like going up to him, I was like, hey Robert, Robert, like over here, and he's talking to the guy. He's just like. I was like, hey man, can I get a picture with you? He's like, no. And he just keeps talking. Uh-huh. I was like, oh, I'm just gonna like crawl into a <laughs> hole and yeah, this, like 20 years, you know. But it's like that's like the only instance that I could think of where like it oh, just disappointed you. That was like the main one. There was this one other one with um, is it Backstreet Boys? JC Shaz. Chavez or Chavez or something like one of those guys, something like that, right? Yeah. It was another one of those like um, events. Yeah. Like I'm just like hanging out with Meltor, like in this like part of like whatever like um, the venue was, and I guess like like it was his group with like some girls or whatever. Like they were like right next to us and like whatever that section was. And one of them was saying, like, oh, my God, somebody stole my purse. Somebody stole my purse. And she's, like, making this big deal out of yeah. it. And me and, like, me and Maltra were just, like, right there chilling, just, like, watching uh, Ludacris. He was performing. Oh, okay, cool. Like, during the whole thing. We are just, like, right there just, like, watching. And then, like, the security comes over here. It's like, hey, did you guys see this and that or anything? It's like, oh, I'm sorry. Like, no, we didn't see anything. Then I remember, like, looking over. And uh, that guy, Backstreet Boys guy. He's just looking over like, are you sure you asked them? He just like gave the stare like, yeah, like dude, I don't have anything, man. Like I'm just Fuck like you here, like sucking cocksucker. Did you ever have that mentality? Like, is that your? Uh, I'm not sure if it's your personality, but did you ever have the mentality like, well, fuck you, man. Like, did, did you want to say that out loud? No, like, like that? well, I mean, in my head, it was just like, dude, like, what the fuck? Just because I'm like, I'm sorry, I'm not like this big, huge, like, yeah. you know, like celebrity. Like, dude, we don't have anything, you know, like. But he was just being a dick. I don't know if it was just because it was us, like, in the vicinity or whatever the hell. But it was just, like... like it was, like, one of those things where it's, like, uh... Fuck that guy, dude. Like, yeah. Let's go over here, you know, like... The only time for me, like, uh... Well, most, keep in mind, most of the times, uh... Because I'm on the job, 
even if I do feel like offended by something, I'd have to be, uh, I guess, cordial about it. Right. I'd have to be in a certain way where it's like, uh, I can't straight up just be like, hey, hey, dick. You know, <laughs> I, I wouldn't be able because I, I have a job to do. But like, uh, you know, Dax Shepard? Oh, but, yeah, Dax. Okay, yeah, so, so he's on the passenger side and on the driver's side is Kristen Bell, his girlfriend. Oh, and yeah. wife. I don't know if they're married, but they're married, time. yeah. And uh, she was super nice. They're for one of the Emmy parties, and they're at an award. And um, they pull up to somewhere where they shouldn't be parked at. And they're not ready to be, um, like, they're telling us, like, it's really the event's fault because they weren't supposed to be um, here yet. The event started at 9, but they weren't ready till like, 10 almost. No, and it's about, you know, it's halfway through at, like, 9.30. And he pulls up, and I'm like, hey, you know, oh, you know, I'm like, oh, how you doing? Um, you know, can't park here, whoop-doop kind of thing. And like, oh, why not? We're about to go. Like, yeah, actually, they're not ready right now. They're holding us off. We'll do. I'm trying to be real, you know, polite, but I like they're holding us off. And uh, Kristen Bell is very, very, very sweet, and she's like, oh, okay. Um, we, you know, where we can go? We just we're trying to valet right now. I'm like, ah, oh, you know, actually, like, uh, you know, trying to tell them you, you, you can't be here. You know, do. And then the Dak Shepard, he's like, well, we're just gonna stay here. There's not really much you can do about it. Uh, like this is kind of a dick, but he's being a bit about. There's not really much to do about it, so we're just gonna stay here and and we'll we'll let you know when we're ready to go. And I'm like, <laughs> and it just was like, uh, what up? <laughs> Hold on, sir. It <laughs> uh, is just really t- you know, they really point of view because I was conflicted because I really like her, and I'm not a fan of his kind of movies or any- at all. Anyways. So I was really just like, like I'm a fan of, like I wanted to tell her like I like you, but your husband's a dick, <laughs> so fuck off. No, but it, I had to be like, uh, sir, you need to, uh, sir, you need to leave. You can't be here. I'm gonna be straight up with you, sir. You get please, right? You know, I'm trying to be nice. Right, right. I'm really trying to say something, sir. Please, you need to leave. You can't be right here. If you do, you know, whoop whoop. And he's like, mm, uh, well, what are you gonna? Do? And I, he's doing this whole like, what are you gonna do about it? Shit, like. Uh, there's a lot I can do, sir. You know, I'm trying to be like, I'm about to kick your fucking ass, stupid. You know, to do that. But luckily, like Kristen Bell was very like, um, um, she's like, oh no, no, it's okay. We'll we'll just go around the corner. We'll come back in like 20 minutes. Like, yeah, man, I'm sorry. You know, I'm trying to be apologizing to her at the same time. Right. Like, fuck you, man. Like, I really want like, like literally because he's just looking at me like, well, like I'm like, like buddy, <laughs> you're very skinny. I don't think no, yeah, no. But it was really that mentality where I'm trying to restrain myself, but I also want to be polite to her right. but at the same time. Not trying, and it's my job. You know, I'm supposed to be. It was that was really the, that actually, and one other guy was LL Cool J, where I wasn't on the job. Actually, I was there for something else. I was, but he was there, and he was just being like, like mad dogging. I don't know, but he if he always has this look or stare or whatever, but it made me like, who the fuck are you looking at, man? Like, you better get that fucking look out of your face, that kind of thing. Like, right, right, right. It really like what? <laughs> but his assistant was super nice, like like over the top, oh. and it made me like goddamn, we're conflicted again. <laughs> Where it was like. <laughs> Man, I really want to be like, you're cool, fuck you, yeah, <laughs> you know, right. that kind of thing, you know. Very happy. Yeah, yeah, very, very much like that. We're like, damn, I, I, I can't, because they're together, and I can't be a dick to one without the other. When, but they, like I said, his assistant's been really, really cool. He's really friendly, really nice guy, uh, you know, and uh, and this guy's like, stop, stop looking at me. I really wanted to be like, get the fuck out of my face, you know, that kind of thing. But it was just really, really funny. But those are the oh. only two. After that, everybody else is either... 
very nice or very polite or even serious. That's probably the most you'll get at like as far as rudeness is n- not even rude, just but uh, serious. You know, just like, to, yeah, um, very method acting. Two well, like two examples from? is uh, Matthew McConaughey and John Cusack. Now John huh. Cusack, uh, fucking love John Cusack. Um, love. Would you want to? Uh, what's your favorite John Cusack movie? Oh yeah. Um, uh, off the top of my head, besides uh, Better Off Dead, um, I would have to say, like, contemporarily, it would be um, High Fidelity. Just because I saw that movie at a point in time where, like, I really, really identified with John Cusack's character. I love fucking High Fidelity. One of my favorites, easily. Oh, man. Like, like honestly, like, I remember, like, watching it and, um, <laughs> and, uh, And, and, um, like, I just really like the way that they were, um, so very, like, you know, snobby and elitist with, you know, like, everybody that came into the, to their record shop. And, you know, like, to me, that was, like, always such a thing where, like, I want to know about music so much where, like, anybody that pretty much knew less than me was... Just like, hey, Beck. Are you gonna join me? Um, no. Well, we were just talking about John Cusack movies, and I was just expressing my admiration for High Fidelity. But. I don't think I've ever seen that movie. Wait, which one is that one? John Cusack. Um, it's the one with uh, John Cusack. He's the owner of a record shop, and he has Jack Black and that one other guy. Like they oh, work with them. Oh, I, I vaguely remember that. Like I don't know what was the, his girlfriend or something. Yeah, like, like he was living with what? I don't remember her name off the top of my head, but eventually they break up at some point, and then like the rest of it, it's like him like going through his previous relationships, trying to figure out what he did wrong, uh-huh. and I guess they get back together at the end of the movie. But who was the girl? You don't remember? That's what you don't remember. Uh, like her name, I do not remember her name. Who were his friends? He had those Jack Black. Yeah, and this a girl though. There was a girl. Um, was there a girl like two girl best friends or well, it was a Catherine Zeta Jones. That was one of the exes that he had. Um, Lily Taylor. Yeah, Lily Taylor. She was also in um, uh, the Haunting. Oh, Harvey Haunting. Was, and same with uh, Catherine. Catherine Zeta Jones. She was Jones. very nice too, by the way. And she was. I met her before. She's super nice. She was one of those girls that was surprised I I recognized her. You know what we were talking about earlier. Oh yeah. Really, really, really cool. Uh, what I was talking about earlier about Matthew McConaughey and John Cusack. Uh, I'm tying this into Danny Trejo. <laughs> Trust oh. me, it's coming in. But I remember, I remember like uh, being in the elevator with him, and I'm essentially, um, um, like escorting him somewhere. And I'm, you know, you're doing, you're supposed to make small talk or whatever. And um, but it was all like one word answers. I'm like, oh, hey, how you doing, sir? And he's like, good, thank you. How you doing? I'm like, oh, good, thank you. Uh, oh, so what's up? I'm trying to do this one. And I'm like, oh, but they're very short. And I'm like, okay, cool. So you get the hint. And then you're not doing. 
and I'm, I'm the Bath Country. I'm not really I'm not obsessed with, but John Cusack I love. Better Off Dead, like we were saying, High Fidelity goes from like he has some of my favorite movies, and I really like it. I'm like, man, he's intense, and it wasn't a rude thing at all, but he's very very serious. So cut to like two years later, I listened to a podcast with uh, on Posh Years podcast, How Did This Get Made? Uh, you know that one about movies, and uh, Danny Trejo is one of the guests on there. Danny Trejo, and he's talking about um, working with like certain people, and he's like, you know, man, people are uh, there's some people that really would surprise you, like on their intensity and how serious they are, and he and he's talking about like there's some people that have that eye of the top, that uh, that just hard look. There's like look because you know if you don't know Danny Trejo's story, he did like ten years in San Quentin. Oh yeah, I saw his yeah. documentary, man. Oh, champion, fucking great, Robert Rodriguez, champion. Yeah, yeah, it's and amazing, man. It's it is super and fucking he, amazing. And he's like, there's some people that I mean, most people like because they're they're he's at there he because they're all about it. Like, oh, who do you think is a real? You're a, you're known for playing a tough guy. Who's a real tough guy in Hollywood? He's like, ah, oh, most of honestly, most of them are pussies. <laughs> he's like, talking about that. <laughs> like most of the guys, but there's you know there's a few guys who like have an intensity. That yeah, they could survive like in in the prison, you know. And he's like, "Who's that?" And he's like trying to think about it. who's that man, who's that country kid, that Texas boy. And he's like, and he's trying to think like, "Oh, Matthew McConaughey." And I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, he's right." Because Matthew, Mc-. and I was remembering like when I saw him, he did have an intensity to him. Like you know who else? Like you you know who else that you would never think as uh, Cusack, John Cusack. And I was like, and, and, and Conair, you know. And I, was oh, yeah, thinking, yeah, yeah. and I was just thinking, like, holy shit, everyone, those guys whose name it, I have a personal, he's absolutely right. That was very surprised about, by how serious they were and how, that look they had in their eye, you know, very, you know, don't get me wrong, I'm like, uh, you know me, I'm a, I'm a veteran, I'm a Marine, right. and it's a thousand yard stare type of thing that I, that I have. And I was very surprised to, like, I was very surprised at the characters that they portray, specifically Kusek, that he portrayed on camera, because he's more, like, he's more fun, loving, lovable. He's more lovable character to me, most of his movies. Hmm. Or like relatable than he was be to uh, did you did you ever introduce Jackie into the, I'm sorry no we haven't maybe come sit next to uh, Jackie is joining uh, joining us now for the thing and she's making like uh, she says she's eating softly far away so the crunch doesn't uh, but I was very surprised I, I was like pleasantly surprised to hear him say those two words so I was like oh shit yeah I know exactly what he's talking about you know it was one of those things yeah intensity yeah. something but those are the um, what we were talking about earlier, like, as far as being disappointed by a certain, like, I've, I've never been disappointed with the exception of the two that I mentioned for earlier, you know, which was, um, uh, what's his face, um, Jack Shepard, <laughs> you know, oh. like, that kind of thing, and, and that's about it, and I'm not disappointed because I don't really like that guy, I like this girl, I like his wife, and I was, oh, I was compl- trying to compliment she's her. She's awesome. Yeah. I told you about that one movie with, uh, Adam Brody, um, uh, I can't remember the name of the movie. Where uh, the plot is pretty much like there's this guy he's about to get married, yeah, and he's like pretty much flying around the country like trying to make amends with previous girlfriends. You about, mentioned uh, that earlier to me. That's a uh, like ex girlfriends, right? Yeah, I wanted to see that movie, man. And it's it's pretty good, you know. Yeah. Like, um, because uh, uh, what's her face is in it? That Shepherd's wife, uh, Kristen Bell. Kristen Bell thing. Yeah, I like her. I like her. <laughs> and like, pretty much like. The, re- the whole movie is like him like going from one girl to one girl to one girl making and sense. there's like uh, an intensity that builds up between each one mm. and uh like I remember from the first one like I know I've seen her in like movies before um uh Sturvac goes um uh, in Warrior Samantha Samantha yeah in Warrior she was also in Warrior recently 
Oh, was she really? Mm-hmm. Um, well, like, she was like that first girl where, um, I, I guess her. she I like asked her, her yeah. to, like, come visit him in his hotel room. Like, she doesn't know why, but, like, <laughs> but, um, you know, he just essentially just tells her, you know, I'm just trying to, like, I'm about to get married. Right. And, you know, I'm just trying to make amends with whatever I did wrong and. High school, like, I think they were high school at that point. They were mm-hmm. high school sweethearts or whatever. He's starting uh, chronologically then, I guess? Yeah, like, little by little. But it gets, like, like from that one scene, you know, it's like, oh, you know, like, he's just trying to, like, Do make... you remember what the, the film was called again, or no? I, I can't remember. The trailer, like, I saw it yesterday. Yesterday? What was it called? I, I really I can't remember. I didn't really know what it was about either. For the folks at home. Right. I already know. <laughs> I was on YouTube. I sent you a link to a movie too that I want to watch. I didn't get any links from you, so no. you're lying. I'm not lying. I sent it to you. Yeah. I think it's called Infinitely Polar Bear with um, Amy Poehler. No, no, no. With <laughs> Zoe Saldana and uh, Mark Ruffalo. I don't know Mark Ruffalo. I like them both. I really like them good. both. Yeah. The, the trailer looks really good. Or the movie. Yeah. No. The well, yeah. The the trailer looks really good. What it's about um. Uh, this, the the lady who wrote the movie it was like kind of like about her like her dad he he um has bipolar oh disease or whatever right. was it um, called life partner life partners no with Dan Brody some some girls some girls some girls yeah some girls I was like where did I see that I thought I saw the, the movie trailer two thousand thirteen two thousand thirteen so it's somewhat recent, but not that recent. Yeah, but, Kristen yeah. Bell, Zoe Kazan, who's really good. Um, that girl you're talking about is Jennifer, who played Sam, was Jennifer Morrison Jennifer from Stir Beckles. Yeah. 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 Okay, there you but, go, folks. <laughs> but um, just like starting off from there, you know, just like even like the way like that scene, that whole scene, you know, like came upon where he's like, yeah, you know, like. It's just like, I guess it's kind of the way that you would um, handle a situation like that, you know, where like, you know what, I'm sorry that I did what I did. Have you ever done that with any, like, girls from your previous past, or or even guys, or have you ever had, like, an incident where you felt sorry about something and you wanted to, like, rekindle, or not rekindle, but, like, uh, make amends? Make amends, yeah. Um, You know, off the top of my head, I can't really think of anything like that, you know, um... Like, I've realized that, you know, people, like, like, it honestly reminds me of uh, Dark Knight, where uh, a stoppable force meets an immovable object. A stoppable force, yeah, that's right. I mean, that's not from Dark Knight, but that's from ever, but yeah. Well, I mean, it's from, it's just a long, sane thing, yeah. But it's just like, how like, some people kind of go together and some people don't. Yeah, absolutely. And it's like, um... Like, how do you explain something like that? Like, where, like, people, like, whoever you want to express that um, sentiment to, like, they probably won't even get it. And yeah. they'll probably, like, kind of lash out at you for it. Have you ever been with someone who just, you just don't match up, like, mentally? You're obviously physically attracted to each other, but there's just no connection there. Uh, like, I guess mentally or verbally or whatever, adversely. Like, conversations are just go completely dead. Like, not dead then, uh, but in a way, yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, I know what that's like. Is that worth it to you, though? Like, uh, would you say, like, the physical attraction is, is more important to you? Or not say they're more important to you, but at the moment, you'd be like, you're willing to bypass, let it go that you can't have a conversation with this girl at all without being, like, rolling your eyes every two seconds. <laughs> well, at, to just for the physical nature of it, or no? Hmm. I mean, it's one of those yes and no situations where it's like, maybe it's like, hopefully, where, like, I would like to, I'd be open to that mm-hmm. but it's not reciprocal yeah if that makes any sense I mean I for me uh, it's been for me that specifically is I mean obviously we have a podcast going on so I, I hold conversations specifically in a higher standard than anything just the ability to be able to to communicate with someone and they know exactly what I'm talking about mm-hmm. in very 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 much like um uh, like kind of like I'm holding someone to a higher standard so if I can't do that with a girl it's instantly a turn off because there has been specific, I remember specific moments where like the girl is hot as shit and you know everything you any guy would look for in any woman and and then she opens her mouth not any uh, what's it, what do you mean like not any guy would look for in every woman well just stereotypical but like uh, and then she opens her mouth and it's just like oh like oh my boner went down <laughs> like it's just like uh, this girl is just there's nothing of value that she brings to this conversation and and it's sometimes like it's okay okay like perfect example is this guy I was just talking to you right now you know landscaping thing he's obviously you know has like mental disability but he uh, you know holding conversation with him and it's obviously going somewhere but it's not in the point where it's like um well like there's some like with like I said with other girls where it's it makes me angry like oh my god like you are so dumb it hurts me and it's <laughs> it's just unbearable almost to, 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 you're literally causing me headaches to continue this conversation with you you know and you're not even given uh, you know you're, and it's I don't care how big your boobs are I don't care how big your ass is I don't care how pretty you look like you're literally causing me anguish and pain you're literally causing me physical pain mentally just because you're that dumb or you don't get any of the jo- the jokes are going over your head the car the not even has to be a joke the conversations i'm having are literally going like and it's just like oh my god you're just like i can't do this anyway <laughs> first world problems really really how, as a girl for you jackie how would you consider like um have you ever had that conversation with a guy or does that happen all the time with guys for you yeah, I think it's different for because girls are known like guys are known for judging girls on their physical appearance, and girls are mainly stereotypically, obviously in general, girls are mainly judging guys by their you know mental, uh, you know whatever capabilities or more of a mental side. Have you ever met some guy where you're physically attracted to him, but you're not mentally attracted to him? No. Can you just? Not well. I mean, I don't think that I had the. Because we got together at a really young age, so I haven't really, like, been out there so to talk to So everybody that you were with earlier is a dumbass because <laughs> you well, were in we, high school? I can't school? really judge people, yeah, because we were in high school. I mean, we were different people back then. I can't uh-huh. say, like... But okay, I mean, fine. Let's not not phys- but you're physically attracted to other men regardless. Have you ever met someone who you're physically attracted to, like, at your regular job sites or whatever? And then all of a sudden he opens his mouth and like, oh shit, he's a dumbass. And then you're instantly it goes no, away from you. No, but there's people that are really nice who, who I have to kind of like, like people that don't really mm-hmm. see like me. <laughs> what? Like I can't articulate a sentence right now. Uh, 
No, but like are people that are um no. Uh, that like you were saying, people that don't really understand what I'm saying or I'm talking about. I have like I talk to them like little kids, like Right. I have to find like Barney style. something that that we that I can kind of like talk to them about or keep so bringing up. So yeah. So we can have something like in common and talk. Uh, about. Who is he? Are you cheating on me? Who is No, no. okay, of course. <laughs> I mean, what would you consider love? Like, um, would you consider it worth it? Like, let's not say long relationship-wise. You probably, I, I, I doubt you'd consider a serious relationship with someone you couldn't connect with mentally. But would you go for, like, a little fling with someone who is, just, like, physically attractive, but you just can't stand them? Like, like I, I, I do it, man. Like, I do it all the time. See, I Are couldn't. You as I, mean as Steve. <laughs> what's that? I think that's really mean that you do that, though. I can't. Well, first of all, obviously, I'm not having a physical, uh, like, a sexual relationship with them, so maybe that helps me cut them off easier. But I can't, like, even, even like, before you, like, uh, anybody who, it, it cuts off my, my sexual urges. If I, if I'm talking to them on the phone or I'm talking to them in conversation and they're really hot, and uh, or they were really hot, and all of a sudden I can't like, oh my god, she has no idea what the fuck I'm talking to. Any of, any of these things I'm referencing, or any of the things where she's like, wait, what? Like every other every other sentence I say, she's asking me to explain it, it instantly. Like I don't, it's not worth it. It's not worth it for me to try to over explain, and it, it just cuts off my sexual desires. You know, mm-hmm. where I'm no longer even attracted to them physically just because they look good. That's the case for me. I, I, have you guys? Have you had anything like that for you? At least for me, like, um, maybe like in a one night stand kind of way. Like, it's not it's a little different, but like, yeah, absolutely. But yeah. yeah, I'm trying to think of it like, well, I'm thinking of it like as a single guy, you know, mm-hmm. where like any girl that I meet, it's like, oh, I'm just taking it as it is. Like, yeah, it's not like this is gonna be like the mother to my child or anything. You know? Yeah, like, that's just, true. Um, like just uh just fucking honestly it's just random drunk shit yeah i can see that for me you know there um, was a good while where like the the guys i was surrounded with like i'd really have to get like a few beers in before i can even be like mentally have a conversation with these guys and not, not just girls saying that like those guys were like man i have to be drunk just to be able to be not roll my fucking eyes like every three seconds because i just <laughs> i felt like i wasn't getting any stimulus mentally from there's any of the guys there's plenty of those man yeah yeah and, and, and you don't want to be a dick you don't want to be like oh my god why are you talking about you know like uh that's so stupid but you don't want to call them on their shit because you're trying to be a nice guy type of thing you know what i mean <laughs> just out of respect uh yeah exactly no i get you I yeah get you, i get it yeah, so no, Steve does a bunch of like backhanded like compliments. They're not gonna fucking Google, get it yeah. anyway. <laughs> Who gives That's a you shit? being nice. <laughs> They're not gonna fucking know what I'm talking about anyway. You're so nice. It's over their head anyway. Who gives a shit? <laughs> I feel the opposite. I feel like I have to drink so that I can open up and talk to people. But then when I do, I feel like it's nothing. Like I'm not really saying anything, anything of value. Yeah. Yeah, but do I really want to be saying anything about you when I'm drinking? To the people who don't who bring I'm anything about you, yeah. I see at a bar. Yeah, yeah, that no, makes a really. little bit too. It's double edged sword for sure. Absolutely, but I, I, I always have that problem where it's just like, oh man, like I feel like I'm literally wasting time conversating with someone. You know what I mean? Like that kind of thing. Like, That's why I don't. Think or I'm you're just being polite. You're just being overly polite. Or like, oh. you know what I'm saying? It's just, it's just weird. Uh, not to bring up any names, but there's a few guys um, who don't live far from here. Uh, but every time I run into them, and they're old high school buddies, every time I run into them, I'm like, oh, hey, what's up, man? And you just feel like, oh, I definitely feel like, oh, shit. 
fucked, man. You know, like, <laughs> now I gotta fake it for a while. You know, it's, it's you know, it's one of those things. So mean. Yeah, it's kind of true. You don't even like those guys, so why would you? I just don't like running into people. Period. That we went to high school. Yeah, but there's definitely there's even some points where like um like I guess the polite way to do it, where I think actually this happened Friday where we were, we were at a party Friday and. I was having a conversation with uh, uh, one of Joe's friends. Her birthday, happy birthday, Joe! Uh, happy thirtieth birthday. But we were—I was having a conversation with one of the girls' friends, and she had no idea what the fuck I was talking about. And then, like, I just ran with it. Like, I don't want to talk to this girl at all. And she's just literally like, I don't want to be rude though. And like, I'm gonna go walk away now. <laughs> like, I didn't want to do that. So I just instantly, like, I know she wouldn't have no. I wanted her to walk away. Have you ever like done the thing with a guy or with a girl where you're like you become a dick just so the girl will break up with you even though you wanted to break up with her the whole time? It's like an old trick or whatever. Um, well, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah, but I never had it in me to do something. Like okay, that. well, was, I did the kind of like the intellectual version of that where like we're having a conversation and oh my god, it's like oh right, talking to me about Bruce Jenner but not in the good way, like Caitlyn like Kardashian. Gives a shit. I really like. It's like who gives a uh, blue jacket, gray jacket. Who gives a shit? shit? It's one of those things. And I and, and I start. I I honestly I, I start going one of my theories about metaphysics and astrophysics. Like, oh, what do you think about? <laughs> like, it's just like, well, what do you think about the metaphysical theory that you know I have a you know illusions being like you can bridge both worlds between metaphysics and, phys- and astrophysics based on you know molecular subvision. You know, and she's just. Uh, I'll pick another beer. I'll be back. <laughs> yes, it worked. It fucking worked. Like, hey, God, please get the fuck away from me. You know, I'm thinking like that, that kind of thing. Like, I guess I don't know. I, I, that's just the way I think. I guess I'm like, it's not many people. You would say it's just you don't want to waste time with people who don't have anything of value to bring to a conversation. You know what I mean? That's the way I feel about it. What about you guys? I just get embarrassed. Why? Like when people start saying random stuff and like. I don't know when people are too blunt like it like it makes me embarrassed or I feel like really awkward and I just want to walk away I don't know but I don't know what to say I'm like oh great <laughs> how about you though just a smell and not kind of approach yeah seriously <laughs> no because there are people like that you know where like it's uh, very delusional you know like we're in their minds it's like blah 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 kind of like neo performing <clears throat> peasants but, like, in reality, it's like, what is this person talking about right now? Why did I lose, like, 50,000 brain cells, like, listening Just to listening the past, to the- like, five seconds of my life right now? I think, uh, not to mention anything, but you were talking about, like, uh, certain people you know um, that, like, are always talking about, like, oh, have you seen this movie? Like, oh, it looks oh, so yeah, amazing. Yeah, it looks amazing. Or whoop de whoop. Like, uh, it's like, okay. That, and in your head, you want to be polite, but in your head, you're thinking, like, that movie looks like the biggest piece of shit. Yeah. <laughs> I would not waste my money or time on on that more than anything, you know? I mean, it's always funny, you know, like, asking about it. I'm like, oh, how was that movie? It was good. <laughs> it's like, oh. Like, yep. Did you, you should go watch it. Movie? It's like no, no, I'm not gonna go watch it. No, but um, you know, it trips me out. Just be like, I don't know if it's like an age thing. Just because, like, honestly, like the people that I like, I guess I have like mostly common with are mm-hmm. we're just like a couple of years like, you know, apart. 
But like I don't know, like still it's like she's like, Oh, I love music, I'll send a power one oh six and kiss FM. <laughs> it's like, um, yeah, I guess they have like radio stuff on there. But, like, hey, they have Ryan's Roses. That is awesome. <laughs> that's the only I reason that. that I know of that because that's all they talk about. Do you that listen to Ryan's cool. Roses the other night? It's like, I don't even that know what that is. It has to be like a girl thing, though. Has, I think women it love It is because that's that. all they talk about, you know? It's like, all oh, this guy, Those like, he called in. Cheating men. <laughs> Seriously. Those like, rascals. And I'm just like, I'm just like listening. I'm just like, you in the backdrop, you know? The girls I talked about, like, how, yeah, you know, uh, it was our something anniversary, and then told them I was going to be at this place. I don't know. It's just like, really random shit. Like, for me, it's like, really randomly, like, cheating stuff mm-hmm. like I don't know like it's here it's like do you really get a kick out of this is this making you hopeful for your future like I, I like me you actually listen as a guy, to it, so you could answer that like me personally I wouldn't want to know anything about what's going on because like I don't want to have anything to do with the, like at least for me like a girl that's like about this shady shit where you know she's trying to like juggle like multiple guys or whatever the hell you know like i'm just like nope oh i don't understand that like i i don't know how girls can do that that's always seemed weird to me what play like girl version of a player or whatever yeah well guys too i just don't like the whole cheating thing like i it doesn't make sense to me it's just really stupid to me like like if you i don't know like if you want to be with somebody else if you want to fuck somebody else Uh just be like hey you know what this is what i want to do where do we go from here how do we fix it or you know what what should we do like i mean if you already have the balls to want to fucking go fuck somebody else or be with somebody else like at least you know respect the person they literally have the balls to do that though yeah but it's maybe testosterone and like respect the person that you're with a little bit and just tell them like hey like this is what's going on like no shit it's gonna hurt or no crap it's gonna like you know I don't know, like, it's going to ruin shit, period, but... Is it, though? Maybe, I mean, that, well, I don't know, maybe you guys talk about it, like, hey... Is that you being okay with, like, a threesome or Hell no. What? <laughs> you tell me, I'll be like, bye, Felicia. But what if you're really high, really drunk? No. 100% no. 100% no. There's no it. way. God damn it. Sorry. We're just kidding. I really don't care. Well, I do. I can't. I can't come either way. <laughs> I'd be like, eh, I can't. I'm <laughs> just be watching. I'm just gonna watch. I'm just taking shit. And then just go in the bathroom, and read my book for a while. <laughs> I don't know. That just. I don't. I don't know. Well, have you ever done a threesome or anything like that? <laughs> By the look on his face. <laughs> I mean, off the record I mean we're just <laughs> we're just being real here we're like, okay ah. let's say hypothetically that you did <laughs> yeah <laughs> did you like it Link. was it weird <laughs> oh man 
Can we take a quick pause and <laughs> then we'll, like, continue? Alright, I'll, I'll say the same question to you, babe. Have you ever done a threesome? No. You have never? No, Have you never. ever thought about it or anything? No. That's no. so weird. Why? Because if I was with two guys, I'd feel like no, it's no. like a gangbang. A guy or like, a girl? No, I'm not a lesbian. Okay, either, either way, either kind of, like, threesome. No. But you have done lesbian shit where you've been intoxicated. You know what? Honestly, the only... I, I wouldn't do it because I'm so insecure. And, mm-hmm. like, if the guy was, like, all over the other girl, I'd be like, well, why? Yeah, that does you know? make sense from you. But so, but what you're telling me, if you had more confidence that you would be more sexually a whore or whatever, like, what are you talking why about? Why would I have to be a whore, though? <laughs> well, okay, fine. No, no, that's bad choice. But you'd be more sexually open if you had more confidence. That's yeah. exactly what you're talking me. Wouldn't everybody? No. <laughs> no, not, no, no, not with everybody. I think so. Uh, what would you prefer, though? Let's say lesser of two devils, evils, excuse me. Like uh, two guys and you, or one girl, one guy, or two girls and you? I don't know. No. What would you choose as the lesser of two evils? What would you prefer? For me, because the whole insecure thing, probably two guys. Two guys? Why would the insecure thing? How does that factor into it? You think girls because are they wouldn't be you? they wouldn't be all over each other because if there were two straight guys oh as opposed to uh, yeah. the guy choosing another girl over you while you're in the same bed yeah so and like me having to yeah. do extra work or anything like that yeah like, so you're just taking it yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess <laughs> okay no same question what's that the same question for you what was um, what would you prefer like threesome wise two girls. Two girls, okay, but like, have you ever had two girls? Like, uh, this doesn't have to air if you don't want it to. Uh, I don't give a shit. Fuck it. Like, it was um back in Cam's days, high school days. No, it was it was after high school. Like we already graduated. But that era like, then, it was like the post graduate era. So like early two thousands. Like. No, we don't want names. Get out of here. I tell you about Sumiko. Yep, I remember. Yep. Like, uh, she was my girlfriend at the time. Yeah, I remember meeting her. It was, uh... Same time, Julie was my girlfriend. Was it really? Yep. Yeah, I remember meeting when they met each other. Yeah. Well, it was, um... Richie's birthday party. I remember Richie It was either too. Richie or... Richie was no, no, I'm sorry. My older brother, Richie. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> I remember because Mario always used to call him the Great White Ninja. Just, <laughs> it was pretty fucking funny. Remember the Yells Ninja? Yeah. It's hilarious. Yeah, Haru. <laughs> Haru! Did I say Ninja? I meant Ninny. <laughs> Great White Ninja. <laughs> <laughs> we gotta watch that again. I'm sorry. Go yeah, ahead. That was a good one. Um, Like, I didn't even remember, like... I was pretty fucked up. I just remember um, me and her, like, we showed up, and a mutual friend of ours, he had this lady friend, and it was like, like, when we walked in, you know, like, whenever you go into a party, it's like, oh, hey, 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 whatever, and it's like, oh, shit, hey, love, like, oh, hey, like, who's this, (laughs) like, one of those, you know? Oh, this is uh, Sumiko, my girlfriend. I was like, oh, okay. Like, oh, all right. She was full Japanese? Uh, Hapa. She was half uh, Hawaiian. Oh, okay. Half Hawaiian, half white, Japanese. Um, like, she had this whole, like, thing with that. But, um, 
But it was just one of those things where it's like, uh, yeah, okay, this is her. Anyway, um, we're going to get a drink. Right, right, right. So, there's this um, scene from that night, because I was actually pretty fucking drunk. I didn't have that metal, you know, at that time period. But, I remember being in, uh, it was in the backyard, and, uh... Like she got my friend's guitar, and she was just uh, playing um, Mazzy Star. Ah, oh, nice. Not fading too, right? Five String Serenade. Oh, that's a great one too. Yeah. And like uh, even before then, you know. Serenade. Yeah, exactly. I got you. I got you yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Fucking like, dude. Like it's just like honestly, like for me, it's like shit. Like she knows the song, like. I mean, I'm in high school, and she's, like, two years younger than me. Yeah. But there's definitely an itch to, like, um, when you meet someone who knows something that you're surprised and nobody else knows, like, you definitely give her, like, a nod. That's actually the exact opposite of, like, like a girl who can't hold a conversation. It's the exact opposite. You get even more turned on. You get even more attracted. Like, oh, my God. Well, who's this chick that knows what the fuck I'm talking about, you know? So, absolutely. I know exactly what you mean. It was one of those things, you know, and, um, like, I don't know how it led into the whole situation, but I just remember just, uh, going, like, to get to the bathroom from the backyard from my friend's house, um, you had to go through his room, and I just remember it's, like, walking through, and I'm just, like, sitting down on this computer chair. Mm-hmm. And, um, I'm just there, and it's just me and her, we're just, like, talking, this and that. Yeah. And then, home chick. Uh, not my girlfriend, the other girl that triggered right. whatever happened. Um, she came in, and she's like, oh, hey, what's up, guys? And it's just, like, one of those moments where you're just, like, waiting, like, okay, the bathroom's over there, just... Go ahead, do your thing. Yeah. Yeah. You know. But, like, she went, after a while, like, it took, I don't know how many minutes, like, she went, and then she came back, and she sat down. I remember just, like, being like, oh, yeah, uh, door's right there to go... To business. Yeah. Like, whatever. He's like, oh, okay. So anyway, like, oh man. <laughs> All right. Like she was just like, so like, oh, you know, like, how open are you guys into your relationship? <clears throat> oh, it was one of those. Just brought, trying to bring oh, it up subtly. Dude, this is how it was, you know. Like she asked that, and I was like, like we looked at each other. I was like. I don't know what that means. Yeah. It's just that one more. Right, right, right. And she's like, um, I don't know. <laughs> like, whatever, you know. <laughs> and then, like, like, I was in my friend's, like, uh, chair, and then my girlfriend at the time, she was, like, across from me and my friend's, uh, Ben. And then she just comes and she sits next to her. She's like, she said, she was just saying, so, 
are you guys into threesomes? And then she just just does this like reach around thing. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know. Like, are we? Like, <laughs> what's going on right now? Yeah. Right now? Like yeah. I didn't even know what how to make sense <coughs> of it. And then they started making out. The her, uh, your that girl and Sumiko. Yeah. Hmm. And I'm just like, what the fuck? <laughs> like, it's just like. It was like I'd never been experienced like right. anything. Shock value for you, pretty much, you know. And just like looking, like oh shit, like what the fuck is going on right now? Yeah. You know? And then, um, like there's this one moment where they just like stop, and then they look over to you to me. Yeah. <laughs> Babe? Yeah. Come hither. Like, I went to her, and... It's just, like, one of those moments, honestly, where we're just, like, kind of, like, looking at each other. Yeah. Like, nobody says anything. Like, from this point, it's just, like, all, like, just... Awkward silence? Or just, like, just like, knowing silence? Or what? Like, I don't know what this is, but... Like, I make out with my girlfriend, and then... <laughs> right, right, right. Like, I don't even know how to explain it, man. Yeah, I, I kind of see where you're coming from, yeah. You're like, is this real life? <laughs> what did you say? Is this real life? Like, that little boy does, but... Dave? David? Is that what his name is? I don't know, I guess. Little white boy. Yeah, but I get what you're saying, yeah. It's surreal. But how'd you get through it, though? Like... I don't know, man. I what was, happened, like, super what, fucking like, What's drunk. the post thing to that? You know what I mean? Um, her <clears throat> cousin, not my girlfriend at the time, but the other girl's cousin, like, she came in to use the restroom, and then she came back out. She was, like, um, home check. She was, like, hey, want to join? <laughs> like, what? I was, like, oh, my God. <laughs> Did you see your girlfriend different after that? No, uh, yeah, I did. Yeah, but in a bad way or, in, or a good way? No, in a pretty bad way. Really? Like, I was just. But do you think it's like I think we were talking about this in a different conversation, but you know the Holden McNeil thing uh, from Chasing Amy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where like that's high, the that's reason hard. that that movie has any relevance to me. So you, yeah, because that's that's the my mentality was that in me in high school or even middle school even younger that. Like, the way he thought so bad of his girlfriend, or, you know, of, uh, what's her name, Amy, um, no, Joey Laurie Adams, like, in that movie where he's just like, um, like, oh, I can't believe you did this back in your day, or whoop de whoop and he's just kind of, like, slut-shaming her, basically, is what he's doing in the movie. Yeah, that's yeah, what that, it was. And he's like, and she's trying to tell him, like, you know, that was me at a different time, that was different, me and you are together now, or me and you are matter. Uh, and, and like you look at that movie now, and I love that movie. I mean, I'm a huge Cameron Smith fan, but it doesn't hold up in the way where like that doesn't. I can't relate to that guy anymore. He's not the hero. He's not the protagonist in my book anymore. Back then he was, 
back then when I was in high school or when I was in middle school and I'm watching Chase and Amy, like, I absolutely relate to the guy. Like, yeah, man, what the fuck is wrong with her? How could she do all those things? Or how could she sleep with all those guys back then? You know, whoop de whoop. And I, right now, it, now I'm looking at the movie and he's just a dumbass. He's just an asshole to me now. He's like, dude, it's not a big deal. That's why I'm thinking of him now. And she didn't really do anything wrong. You know, she's just like, hey, she's just experimenting. She was a young girl. She's doing her thing. Who gives a fuck? That's how I look at it now. Where No, now. Like, I agree. Yeah. You know, just like. After that whole, like, you know, scenario or whatever, you know, like, I understood. Mm -hmm. But it's, like, one of those things, by the time that you understand, like, certain things, like, it's too late. Yeah, of course, yeah. But, like, the way that we broke up. Yeah. Was it directly in result to that incident? Um, or was like, it while I later? told her. It was just, like, one of those things where it's, like... Like, it's a fantasy, but, like, it's not the kind of thing, it's not the situation where I would want to share, like, my girl with anybody else. Of course, yeah. I wouldn't want yeah. to do that. Yeah, know? absolutely. Like, no matter what, it's just like, oh, you know, like, don't think so much into it, you know, it's, it was nothing, you know, it's just. Right. She's coming like, from. Reaping her wild oats, I guess. Yeah. You know, but I, I definitely see her point of view a lot more than I would see your point of view whereas as opposed back then when I would see your point of view more than I would see hers right you know no I, I get maybe it. that comes yeah. just more with experience or just maybe just maturity just growing up wise you know where I, I'm not judging especially women you know I'm not judging with them with so much as I would I have back then because I, I you know I'll be honest I was more biased towards it you know, like oh if a guy would same situation with a guy like probably not a big deal for me like even back then as opposed to where you know would have been with a girl do you, but but you like you said you see yourself different now right obviously you look at the situation and regardless of how hurt you were back then do you think you know you were in the right or she was yeah in the right? like I've grown from it uh huh if that's what you mean you know, like just like looking back at it you know it's like where you want something so much where it's almost like a projection you know like yes absolutely self self-fulfilling prophecy as they say almost you know pretty much it's yeah, like it's this absolutely. like vicious circle of uh -huh. just like you know the whole like falling in love with being in love not yes. actually actually being in love yeah absolutely exactly what i mean you know and like i don't hold anything against her um it's just one of those things where it's like fuck like this is the way that it happened, and like that's it. It had to happen to you for you to to have this kind of mindset now. But of. even then, it's not like it's not specifically sliced in a way that you're gonna like remember it in any particular way. It's yeah. like, hey, this is it. Like that's it. Take it or leave it. Right. You know. Um. But like, I don't hold anything against her. You know, that's cool. Yeah, like of course, whatever. Of course, you know. but yeah. She was uh, in Sharknado. Like oh, this, really? like, the first one or the second one? Uh, the first one. Oh, cool. All that extra shit or something? Yeah, like. she was in extra. That's kind of cool, though, still. So if you had a girlfriend now and the same thing happened, would you still feel the same way? Like, Hold on, but you earlier you had like this weird look on it, on your face when you're, when Lofa was explaining. What, what did you, what were you thinking during that time? Mm -hmm. You had this like... I like think I was just making faces. Yeah. My Tourette's. No, but it's all for a reason. Yeah. <laughs> yes, it's all for a reason. Why were you why were you thinking that way? 
then you kind of have a similar history, you know, right. as opposed to like, um, you know, multiple sex partners prior to to me and you being together. And mm-hmm. that was a big thing, especially for high school. You know, yeah, like, but that's high school. Like, it yeah. had, like the real world is just different, man. The real like, world is where, like, uh, duh, <laughs> yeah, it's that kind of thing. But like for that, you at that age where it was that kind of thing. Where how did you did you feel like a similarity between that? Where like, where like, oh, this is abnormal for me. I shouldn't be, you know, in ninth grade and I already have sex with so many people. Yeah, you did. Did you did you feel awkward? Did other people make you feel awkward? Though, yes, for that? all of that. Why though? I don't understand. <clears throat> that, you know? Because I grew up. Uh, like in the Catholic Church and where you're not supposed to do it. Shame I did it. Shit out of you. Yes, so I felt guilty about it. But and you, I always did. Aside from like family from the Catholic did you feel that way from your friends or anything? Yes. Yes, because when people found out they were like talking crap about me and I felt like that wasn't like that's not like even now when I think about it I'm like that's not me. I, I, that feels like a totally different person. Like I don't know. Like, I don't think people that that meet me now would think that I was ever like that before. Right. You know? I agree. Yeah. So, but even yeah. but you're still looking at it as a negative, though. I I think it. Why would it be a negative though? Just because you like I to have sex. I was ashamed of it. I think you're still having that Catholic mentality behind you. Who is a shit? Like, you just like to have sex. You you're you're a young girl with her hormones going crazy, and you know what the whoop. If a guy was. Had multiple sex. Who gives a fuck? You know, no one gives a fuck. It's just a guy being guy. But you're looking. You're still doing that now. You're 30 years old almost, and you're looking at yourself back then, like thinking, like, oh, I, you know, I, I can't believe I was like that, or I can't believe people now would would think weird of me that I was ever like that. Like for me, it's. I feel like it's sad, and <laughs> I'm gonna sound so bad saying it, but like, like I would feel guilty. I didn't want to do it. It just felt like something like I had to do. Mm-hmm. But even then, I'm saying like you're looking at the actions of being bad, regardless of whatever your reasons were. Like I feel like you're looking at the those actions. Like any girl now that sleeps around when she's ninth and tenth grade, you're looking at them like they're in the negative. Like yes. why would you do that though? That doesn't seem like. I mean, to me, it seems like a girl post puberty who was having her hormones crazy and just wanted to have sex. In. But I don't want to just have. I don't know. I just didn't. I, I don't want to do it. It feels like you're slut shaming yourself. You know what I mean? Which is kind. Of, I, I think you're, you're going about it the wrong way. I think you should look at the way like Loaf looks at it, or he looks at himself differently now from a certain situation. Because back then he could have thought of himself in a negative way, but now that he's older, like uh, you know, it doesn't. It's like it's no. It's no big deal. That's kind of the way I look at the chasing Amy thing, where like you know, like, oh, back then I, I thought oh, he's right. Oh fuck! How dare she? And now I'm looking at it like, oh, no big deal. What the fuck's mm. wrong with this guy? He's an asshole. Remember what we were talking about earlier in the podcast about people being offended? You know, it was a kind of mentality like, oh, what the fuck's wrong with this guy? Why is he getting so offended? You know what I mean? No, um, let me, uh, Hit the head? Actually, yeah, go ahead. Do your thing. I'm about to close out the podcast anyway. We're, we're like half hour over. But to be, to be, uh, to be close out with you, Jackie, like you feel like you're... I, I, you know, I don't get, you're still, you're almost still ashamed of yourself from earlier when you were younger. I am. I, I really am. Like, that's not something that I'm proud about. It's not something that I want to tell. Yeah. But you don't have to be proud know. about it, but 
I mean, would you like another person who's like, uh, any, like let's say your cousins or anybody you know, or or even if you have any friends that are that age and are in high school young, and they're sleeping around a lot, you would look at them in look at them in a negative fashion. It would make me really sad. Why? Why is that a big deal? Why is that a big deal? I just because when I got older and I I don't know because I've always been like thought like oh. I guess hopeless romantic maybe like yeah. where I was gonna save myself or you know, and it was gonna be so great and like. But that's the point of view you understand, right? That's so not it something has me... to be morally wrong or right. Well, to me, I see it as it's something wrong because I didn't save myself for, you know, for my husband and for us it was kind of. I mean, I was really really embarrassed about it when we first got together and. It doesn't make sense. I mean, like, why are you a religious person? I mean, like, why would anything have to be morally right or wrong when it has to do with anything of a sexual nature? Like, why can't you just acknowledge the fact that, like, oh, when I was younger and I was dumber, I thought that was wrong. But now that I'm older and wiser, like, oh, it's no big deal. Because I still think it's wrong because I was a baby. I didn't know any, but I didn't know what I was doing. I was scared and it wasn't comfortable and it wasn't good it was it was uncomfortable yeah yeah but okay but that's that's the thing with you being like you weren't sure of yourself back then that's something saying like you were uh, <coughs> you were almost like forced into it in a way where you just guilt tripped it into a way of it because on board you had it kind of like made you like oh i how dare you not if you love really love me you do it because that kind of mentality right but let's say yes. but you're making it seem like the girls who know what's up the girls who just like to have sex like you're trying to make them feel bad about it. it but do you like think it. little girls really know what's up and they matter. know that they like to have sex? Well, what like, if they do though? What if little girls and little boys that I, it feels I, good for them? I don't. I don't. I mean, agree it with didn't that. feel. It didn't feel good for you. But what if there are some girls that it does feel physically good for them? Huh? Like that makes me cringe. I don't know. Like that just. It seems like an adult thing and. But yeah, but you realize hormones come at a pu- after I puberty, know, right? I know. And it, it physically, it feels good, regardless of whether they're in the mental state or not. So, what are you making girls that are sexually active when they're in their early teens? Are you are you saying that they're in the wrong? I'm just really sad for them. <laughs> it makes me really it's sad for it's them. Sa- I'm it being makes you honest. sound very judgmental. I'm, I don't mean to be, but yeah. it just it does. It I, makes you sound that's very my opinion, and. That, well, yeah. you saying people are dumb and <laughs> they don't Absolutely. know how to talk to you is very detrimental yeah. too. Yeah, I, 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 just, it makes you come off like very, very judgmental. But I mean, if you know, who I don't know, who am I to say? I'm just trying to be more open-minded for young teens who are trying to have sex. Or I'm not trying to make. If it was my daughter who was having sex very early on, I would not guilt trip her into anything. You know oh God, I, mean? I would totally guilt. I know you would because <laughs> I think you're in the wrong though when I say. I'm gonna that. tell her if she ki- even kisses a boy, she's gonna get pregnant. And That's ridiculous. She's gonna have to get married. You're obviously in the wrong. <laughs> well, look, we'll agree to disagree. Yes. And we'll we'll agree in the outside world that she we disagree with Jackie's no. point of view. Is what I meant. Well, you can. <laughs> I mean, that's my opinion. Uh, well, we'll sign off on that because we're like literally a half hour over, and this is part three. So. Um, whatever episode but this is us signing off lovey lovey love jackie good night <laughs> that's
this is the worst side of it. We gotta <laughs> think of something, man. Sorry for it out. Toodaloo. Toodaloo. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone. Have a good one.